Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of June 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff this week. Uh, I saw Across the Spider-Verse, so I'll dive into that uh, a little bit later on the show. But uh, we got to kick things off with uh, some trailers, and uh, definitely have to kick things off with the first trailer for Expendables 4, a.k.a. Expendables, is what, is what the title says. <laughs> I don't know what they're going for, because that makes no sense as like a pun or like as a word, but that's what, they're, that's what the title is. Um, I, so, so th- I mean, something we've been, you know, uh, waiting to see and hear, get more info about because you know, Expendables. I think especially Expendables, Expendables Two is basically like our website if you turn it into a movie. Like that's like it's like all of our like you know like Mount Rushmore of action people in it and yeah. like like you see Stallone versus Van Damme and Arnold is has a, a way bigger role in it and then Chuck Dora shows up and Bruce Willis is in there and <laughs> yeah, two two is like definitely the high watermark for the Expendables franchise. And then three was pretty disappointing. I mean, it was fine, but like the, like being PG-13 and like all like the, they, they like put all the, like the, like Expendables we like actually like cared about on the sidelines. And they got this like new group that no one cared about, which I guess is the whole, the whole point. Cause that was like a weird, like someone was like, give me a bunch of kids. I don't If they get killed, then I don't care about them. I need, it's a suicide mission. That's what, give me, give me cannon fodder. Like, yeah, I thought the point, but then I was more surprised that they survived. And then, yeah, uh, I mean, Kelsey Grammer, give me, give me cannon fodder, kids. <laughs> right, at least in, in the first two, for the actually the second and third movie, yeah, the villain made sense. Like it was more of a this villain gets their hand dirty villain. Yes. Compared to the first one, where they just stood around and screamed a lot. Yeah, there there was there wasn't like a big like fist fight between like Eric Roberts and Jason and like Stallone. Stallone just like comes up and like like well I think he shoots them and then like Statham like stabs him with that like giant CG knife. Yeah, Stallone does a like a he does like a circle outline like, of bullets. Yeah, he does like he does like his like gunslinger like uh like fast like fan the hammer like move. But yeah, I mean two I mean two I mean two and then yeah like the Van Damme. Uh, Sloan fight is awesome, and you also get Scott Atkins versus Jason Statham, which is awesome. I mean, yeah, two, and then yeah, three, Sloan versus Mel Gibson, pretty good. But yeah, all all the like other like random, it was like it was like uh, I, they're trying to like appeal. It was like it was like this weird like Fast and the Furious style like we need to appeal to, like a global audience, so we need to get like soccer players and like MMA fighters and boxers that appeal to like South America and like Asia and stuff in here. It's a lot going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But we're, we're but we're back. We're Expendables Four is coming. Uh, it's been almost ten years since Expendables Three. Um, of the of the original team, we've got obviously Stallone's back as Barty Ross. Then we got Jason Statham, uh, Dolph Lundgren, and Randy Couture. And then the new the new members or new like allies are uh, Andy Garcia. Uh, Megan Fox, 50 Cent, Jacob Scipio, Tony Jaa, and Levi Tran. 
And then the new mission is uh, Iko Uwe is like the leader of this like pirates, terrorists, arms, smuggling arms dealing group. And he's like trying to hijack like nuclear weapons. So that's like the CIA hires the Expendables to like start to stop him. And uh, it's 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 a it's a weird trailer. I, we were talking about right before we started, Chris. But like, especially the opening. The opening is like such a bizarre. Like, what? Like, what is the tone of this? Like, it has like, like, like romantic comedy, like like, 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 like erotic thriller, like, like text and like transitions of like, do you know who? You, like, it's like all is fair in love and war, whatever, whatever the text is. And it's like, yeah, it's like it's Jason Statham and Mega Fox are like a couple, and then they're having like this, like, yeah, like a flirty fight and then but then it's like are they like is the is the is the plot gonna be like they like break up but then but they have to like force to work together now or something or like i don't i i first didn't think that they were a couple i thought that yeah. like hey sis or something you know? <laughs> and then it was just okay no 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 yeah. no they're more than than friends yeah so that's so that's one of the new dynamics and then yeah um yeah, the whole, the whole like they spend like a minute of like the trailer just like this like like with like yeah the weird these weird like transition like Fifty Shades of Grey style like transitions and like text, um but then it finally gets to, like like kind of like Expendables style what you more of what you expect from a Sedos movie, although the action I, the only thing that like really was like oh this looks cool is like that Jason Statham Iko Uwe fight. Yeah, like, it, it was like, the brief bridge thing that they got, whatever they're fighting at. Yeah. It does look cool. I mean, it looks like, like, looks like Tony Jaws maybe doing some cool stuff. Um, I don't know. It, it, didn't, like, I, it didn't get me as excited as I thought it would be. Like, I was like, I was just like, oh, this is what, it, this, is what this is. This, this is kind of not what I was expecting, but all right. I, I, I just think they're just like, hey, it's a thing. This was filmed. Because it was like a fever dream that like Expendables four were like yeah 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 like yeah. ten years later like okay well I think I think I think the they did course correct I think it is rated R again and um, yeah and then uh, they have Scott uh, I think it's, is it I think it's Wow Wow or Wah like I can't, I'm not sure how you pronounce the last name W W A U G H but he directed Need for Speed and Act of Valor um. So I mean, <laughs> Active Valor kind of like like ties in Expendables, um, and then Need for Speed like the action Need for Speed was all right. The plot was kind of weird and <laughs> stupid, but the actual like car chase stuff in Need for Speed. But so like he said he said some solid action credits before. So, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, September twenty second is when this is coming out. So, um. Yeah, if, if if nothing else, hopefully it's at least like 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 better than three. Um, cause yeah, cause three was definitely like the like extra after two, like it was it was like definitely like a like a disappointment after after two, and it just like all the weird like trying to like make it more like I don't know like 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 more like mass appeal with like the, with like the rating and like all these like all the random like new people in it. Yeah, I kind of forget what happened to those people. But, I mean, before we get too far, what the hell happened to Terry Crews? Like, he just... I feel, is, is 50 Cent, repl- is, like, is 50 Cent the new, like, is he replacing Terry Crews? Because it seems like it. 
and then and then I, I think Jet, Jet Li's been done since like the first one. Like he kind of no, he he's, 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 yeah. he's only had like he's had like cameos or like remember, I think it was what was it was it two where you like, it was you just like peace out and like jumped out of an airplane and we never saw him again for the entire rest well, of the movie. Yeah, and then he came back in three as a brief cameo. He he and Harrison Ford were like flying around in a helicopter together. Or no, he and was it he and he and Arnold were flying around in a helicopter. Or, yeah. Was he Snipes? Did they come back? I mean, well, he went back to tax jail. Yeah, Antonio Banderas was in three. He's not back. Oh, I thought he was in this thing. I don't think so. I don't think he is. I mean, yeah. Then like, <laughs> like Kelsey Grammer. Like, let's let's get him back. Let's. <laughs> Him I get not coming back. Him, I, I understand. I would, I would like another. I would like another scene of like him, like just like it's like here's here's your new team, like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just for a brief thing, you can build the universe, but. Yeah, it's also weird. Like, like Fifty Cent, like, if you want to, like, you. I mean, you've had Scott Atkins. Like, why not get like like Michael J. White, <laughs> like. I don't know. I think it's also their relationship with Stallone. Oh yeah, because he, he gets cause, the final cause, word. Cause, well, because yeah, I mean, I mean, Fifty Cent was in all of like the Escape Land movies, so I'm sure they're the, yeah they they worked together tight. a bunch. Yeah, you have to work with him first in order to get into the expendable zone. Was it was it Batista, be was it, was it Batista in like the last two? Like like he should be in the Expendables four. Yeah, uh, Batista was doing most of the heavy lifting, and from what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So maybe uh, he also doesn't put. I guess Batista doesn't want to be in like jock movie roles. Schlock. Sh- Schlock. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's he just doesn't want to take his shirt off. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely. I mean, they've had like like so many like people that you definitely would have like already like people that they like idea of, like these like you know like like 80s and 90s actor stars we like all a bunch of them have, have been in this franchise but there's definitely like a lot of other ones that could have shown up we're like like like, like cynthia rothrock <laughs> i'm surprised but i think because maybe she was in that expendables knockoff <laughs> Salone was like the asylum. The, the asylum's yeah. knockoff. Yeah. Salone knows that, and he's like, nah, no dice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see in September uh, when this uh, when Expendables Four comes out. And uh, we also got, uh, you know, speaking of Stallone um, and who was like taking over Paramount Plus with two shows, um, Taylor Sheridan also is taking over Paramount Plus, and we got the trailer for his new new show, which is I think is like his like twelfth show or something. Like I've lost count of how many shows he has on Paramount Plus, but his latest one's coming next month. It is uh, Special Ops Lioness. Which I, think, I think it was just called Lioness before. Now it's Special Ops Lioness, which. I don't know if that implies like, I, yeah. do, like more special ops. It's like special ops, something else for like, it'll well, be like a, 
why is it called special ops though like do they fran- like does it have to be franchisable Every, everything's gotta be every, everything's gotta be franchisable like <laughs> But uh, this this is based on some I I I don't know how like it's not like based on true story but like based on like an actual like military program that I, I don't know if it's like the CIA or like it was like some sort of like military program, uh where they were having uh like women like infiltrate terrorist cells and then take down like try to like get intel and like try, like take them down from the inside, and so you have Zoe Saldana, um. Who is like well, a member of the, of the the Linus Project, and then uh, Lisa the Oliveira um, is the, another recruit, and then she gets in trouble, and then like so it's not nice, like basically like go rogue or like kind of like kind of like you know like order like uh, like a, a black ops like drone strike slash like extraction to get her out, and then uh, Nicole Kidman and Morgan Freeman are like the higher ups that like are running this program at the CIA. Like Morgan Freeman looks like he wandered onto the set, <laughs> right? It doesn't look yeah. like he's in it for long. I think he's wearing all the same clothes in the um, in all the promos, just wearing that gray suit. And it's I weird bet. seeing him bald. Yes. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet he. Sh- I bet he shot all the scenes in like one day or like a couple days. <laughs> like I'm just. We're in this. We're in this one like briefing room slash like meeting room. <laughs> and then they just try to bang out as much scenes about like war room briefing as they can. And like probably, probably, probably Nicole Kidman too. Yes. I feel. I feel like th- this. This feels like the closest to like. Um, like it definitely has like like a little bit of like Sicario vibes, which Taylor Sheridan wrote. Um, oh, he did. So, I mean, I think he's like leaning into that a little bit more than like some of the other stuff he's been doing recently. He actually, I think he actually, he actually wrote both Sicario movies. He wrote uh, they had the Soldado too. But just just like some something like the action and stuff looks very like Sicario. This and then like kind of that same like you know like Black Ops kind of like infiltrate like the, like these like, this like criminal organization or like terrorist organization. But uh, it, it looks solid. Like I, I've enjoyed most of like I, I mean I haven't seen Yellowstone, which is like clearly obviously his biggest show. But like all the other shows I've seen from him, like Rabbit Hole and uh, Tulsa King, have been fun. So I'll, I'll definitely probably check this out at least like the first couple episodes of it. And it's going to be uh, July twenty third on Paramount Plus, so you could check that out when it comes out. And uh, we also got the first full trailer this week for uh, Resident Evil Death Island, which is uh, the new animated Resident Evil movie that is going to be sort of like, it seems like it's going to be like the kind of like the Avengers of like these Resident Evil animated movies because like everyone's here. Like all all your OG favorites are together uh, for like for this one big like mission. It, it looks cool. I wish this was a video game for <laughs> portions of it. But yeah. then these CGI movies have a... Like, have you seen any of the other ones? I, I've seen a bunch of... Like, I, I kind of want to, like, rewatch them. I, I do know, like, some of them have, like... Just, like, the action is, like, just, like, beyond absurd. Like, it just takes it to, like, <laughs> like, 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 an insane level of, like, 
people like there's like guys like standing like two three feet from each other shooting like machine guns they're not hitting each other and stuff and, yeah like, i think there is this famous clip of like chris and someone else like trying yeah. to like shoot each other but they're all like circling around they're yep. doing like gun kata yep mm-hmm. That's so what I'm yeah, of, it, yeah so the the one thing i i what happens in most resident evil games is by the first like chapter is always the most intense right mm-hmm and the, the TV show sort of translate that for maybe for the first 10 minutes with, like, all the other non-main heroes. Because anyone that's on screen that isn't one of the main cast is just expendable. I mean, that was, that was like, the most, dis- like, I mean, I mean, the whole thing was kind of disappointing. Like, Infant Darkness was kind of, like, like, like disappointing overall. But, like, the fact that, like, the, the all, all that, like, White House stuff they hyped up, like, oh, man, it's going to be, like, zombies in the White House. And it's, like, that, that was, like, that's, like what, five minutes. Five minutes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, if they just slow it down and focus in on something, it would be good. The movies do a fine job of understanding the setting, but then they kind of crank up the action to like uh like a different movie, like a different thing, and they're like, "What is happening?" I expect well, that from this. I was say like, well, they're they're all. I mean, they're all in canon. They're all like they're all like are like in like the game timeline and like all that stuff. So, like, I think I think this one. When when was Jill like brainwashed? Was that like that was five? five? So I think this is like either like post five or post six maybe. Well, Jill somehow got to like her Resident Evil three. Yeah. So she yeah. went back. She regressed hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I well, kind of well, 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 I mean, like yeah, and like Claire's in here like like normal like her like typical like outfit too. So there's a. A level of like, okay, well, I get that they want to make it all one unique universe, but there's got to be a level of like, what is going on? You're explaining too much or not enough, you know? Yeah. Especially when I think the third CGI movie is the one where uh, a tyrant fights a tank. <laughs> and it's like a very even match thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always like uh, you see clips of it online randomly. Well, this, it's next to the one with the gunfight. Yeah. Well, this this one has a zombie shark, so. Yeah. That, again, I'm I'm all for the zaniness. Like they they just said, hey, the TV show didn't work out so well. Let's just kind of condense it into one like kick-ass sequences. It doesn't need to make and, sense. And, yeah. Just and, cool. and, and yeah, just throw everyone's favorites in there. Like so it's so yeah, it's Jill, Claire, Leon, Chris, and Rebecca are all together which for the i think for the i mean in the i mean I there's been like different configurations of, the, of like all uh, of them in like the games but i don't know if they've all been like together in one thing like ever only only six was chris and leon ever in the same game yeah and even that it wasn't and then claire like, like claire oh, and jill have never been in anything together no right? yeah they yeah did. claire and chris have been in resident evil called veronica yeah. Uh, Rebecca has not been with right anyone since like the first game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's 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 definitely the the big selling point. Of this is like yeah, like every everyone's here. They're all They're teaming all up. Yeah. The Avengers team up on Al- Alcatraz to like take down this new like crazy scientist. 
I, I, I love that like the like matrix shot at the end where every, like everyone's flipping like even like claire's doing like, like crazy like matrix flips over like it was like a tentacle or something or like some sort of like creatures like attacking them and it's just like all of them are just like doing like crazy like crazy matrix shots In in this, yeah, they're all doing their own bullet time with this tentacle, and it, it, it's that, not even like the same dodge. They're all doing something wacky. Yeah, but that, that I mean, that that's like the big like like Avengers scene is like all them. They're all to get, like shooting at this like monster, or whatever it is, and like all like just like doing like these like dives over it or like ducking under it or like doing like flips over it or like. But uh, that's good. So that's, that's going to be uh, July 25th is when that's coming out. So um, I definitely, have, I, definitely have, I wonder where all the other like uh, CG movies are streaming if they're streaming anywhere. I'm surprised they're not streaming everywhere. Well, I think they're, aren't they, they're all Sony movies, right? Because Sony has like the like Resident Evil. Like yeah, but Sony doesn't have a streaming thing. Besides PlayStation, well, no? they 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 usually sell them to Netflix is usually where they like end up. Because I mean, and then it's like I think it's why like Infinite Darkness was like a like a Netflix like series or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you can you can rent them like on like like normal places like Apple TV or Amazon, but they're not really streaming anywhere. That sucks. I feel people would be more hype about this if it was streaming. It, 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 if, you could, if you could like watch them all catch up and stuff, yeah. Although I don't know. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they do some sort of like recap, like <laughs> some sort of ridiculous recap. Like, so remember when like Jill got brainwashed by like a scarab thing, and then we fought like, <laughs> and then like, I punched like a boulder, and then like, <laughs> like so this has to be after five. And then yeah, four, either six? either before six or after six, and then, and then definitely not in getting into like seven because Chris isn't Chris is definitely not like his like you know seven eight model <laughs> like. <laughs> it's I mean, haircut wise, he's, he's he's close to it, but like he's not like yeah, he's not like his like like the what whatever the uh, blue umbrella like <laughs> like I forget what his call sign was and like. <laughs> Like Alpha Wolf, forever, but like, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely probably check this out when it comes out, just to like, yeah, because it, and, and hopefully it's hopefully it's at least better than the Infinite Darkness, because that was like a, such a disappointment of like, they just dragged that out for like, that could have been like it could have been like a like a hour long thing, and it was less like <laughs> four episodes where nothing happens. Yeah, I, I only gave it three episode watch, and I just gave up on it. But then at least, the, but that was still at least better than the like the live action oh show. Oh my god, yeah. Live action show, I gave it longer just to see how much of a train wreck it was. And it was a train wreck. It, oh my god, it was. <laughs> However, I still believe the best parts were Lance Reddick. He's yes, the only reason to watch that. He, he, I mean, he made everything he was in better. So. Yep. So, uh, last trailer for this week is we got the first trailer for Sympathy for the Devil, which I think has been on our radar just because it's another crazy Nicolas Cage movie. Um, and it's Nicolas Cage and Joel Kinnaman. 
and Joel Kinnan is playing a guy who is like basically shows up at the hospital like his wife is uh, giving birth, and then he is hijacked by Nicolas Cage, who maybe is actually the devil or just like a, a psychotic person. We don't know. I don't uh, think he's psychotic. I don't think he's an actual devil. <laughs> and then forces him like it's 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 it seems like it's it's very like collateral, but like if like Tom Cruise is just like a raving lunatic. <laughs> So just regular 80s, uh, like Nick Cage. <laughs> yes. Collateral. However, this is blatantly collateral. Like, it, yes. it's all the concepts, and then out of nowhere, it's, like, this weird uh, other urgency about, like, a newborn or pregnant wife. Like, they, they yeah. felt like a new MacGuffin, mm-hmm. and it really doesn't add anything. It's not like they're going to the hospital or anything. Cause, cause, yeah, because Joel Kim is not like an Uber driver or anything. Like, it's not like he like got. It's like, oh, uh, my fare that it, like is like a crazy person. It's just like he, he just like Nicolas Cage just randomly chooses him at like the hospital. Is like, you, you're driving me around or I'll kill you. Like, and it wasn't even a cool car or something no. that can blend in. It, it's just like a Honda. <laughs> you know, like at least if you drive something that a hitman will take and then say, okay, let me try to utilize what I'm in as cover. That makes sense, right? Yeah. It just seems like he hijacked some dude just to be some dude, but you went for Joe Kinnaman? <laughs> and then and then Nicholas Cage is just like completely unhinged in this movie. Like he's got crazy like Joker red hair and he's got he's just like screaming constantly and like this looks like like a pure like cage rage performance. <laughs> like I'll agree. A hundred percent agree on how he I think Nick Cage addressed himself. He I showed up on I set think, and was like, this is what I like to wear. I think minus the hair, I think that's the same outfit he wears like that, like, uh, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> this is like what his character's going to wear, like, Dead by Daylight. Like a velour suit. Can you <laughs> yeah. imagine if this was actually a tie-in to Dead by Daylight? It's it's whatever he was it's in your, Dead by Daylight. That's, that's like, you know, that's, that's the, like the killer like that you, you play as, is like this, like, character from, like, the, 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 the devil, like... <laughs> Could be. If Fortnite can do wacky things like that, I can see other companies trying to get onto it. Trying to be hip. Yeah. Yeah. I th- also, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what town this takes it, place it's in. Las Vegas. Okay. Because it seems like, and I feel like I, I can spoil something just because I, I figured it out long enough. It's in the city for maybe a little bit of the movie, but I think the rest of the movie takes place at this, like, diner truck stop thing. A, a lot of it seems like, yeah, like, because, like, at the end of the trailer is, like, that, like, that, like truck stop or whatever is, like, like, on, like an inferno. <laughs> like, and they're, like, yeah, they have, so like, a big, like, fight there, so. My, my guess is that that's the actual final climax, and it's more about morality and then talking... Uh, Nick Cage out, but you realize that there is no escape. Like, you have to fight this crazy Nick Cage that's Joe Kinnaman's like oh like I can't reason my way out of this mm-hmm. I definitely also like Nicholas Cage also seems like he's very much in like that like uh Deadfall like uh Eddie like <laughs> okay, okay, what's, his, what's his like character from Deadfall <laughs> it's Eddie something but like th- that that like that level of, of crazy of like yes Oh, I thought this was going to be a Deadfall 3, basically. Just, he got a better nose. Yeah. Like, he's just, like he's got that one line, he's like, I want to be, like, 100% sex tonight. You cut it in half. I'm, like, 80% sex. <laughs> like, 
super weird and funny, but totally, like, that is the charm of a Nick Cage. And I like that he's not trying to be a normal guy. He is just an unhinged, crazy guy that he cannot just, uh, like, act this way. And this is the most, like, memorable for us. Mm-hmm. However, like, I still haven't seen uh, the unbearable weight of talent. So I don't know if that's just, like what he leans into and it's like yes like this is about i need to embrace this he doesn't go as crazy like in that in that movie that, that we're seeing here like he, like he's got a couple like um you know like shoddy bits and unbearable weighted but like he's mostly just playing like slightly heightened version of himself this this is like on this is like pure unhinged cage <laughs> Which is like probably the main reason I would definitely be checking this out. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be in theaters and on demand on uh, July 28th. So you can check that out either way when that comes out. Lots of lots of stuff at the end of July is gonna is it like seems like it's jam packed with stuff. <laughs> like pretty much almost everything we talked about except for like Expendables is like coming out like end of July. <laughs> So, um, moving on to some other news, uh, we've got some exciting news about, uh, a game that I think you and I are both big fans of, Chris, uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Oh. Oh, what, what, what'd you say? Mortal Kombat? Oh, I mean, there was, there was, like, gameplay, there's, like, the, was it, Summer Game Fest was happening? Yep. They showed game, like, they showed gameplay, it was, it was, it was very Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, yep. it, looks, it looks like, it looks like, the only, the only, the only new thing is, like, they have, like, that, like, uh, like tag thing or like like it's like there's like Marvel vs. Marvel vs. Capcom like tag characters you can like assistance you can like I don't, have I don't know in. if those are all playable later on or they like only categorize as like taggable so like they're only used as like counterattacks or I thought special... I, I, I thought I read when like the first track came out that like they said like those support characters are only are only like support characters oh wow they really are cutting down the roster then. Because they're focusing on like a certain roster, and then like yeah, like some of the other characters like are gonna be like just like support characters. There's also that weird like I don't know what like if it, if it's like yeah, is it because like, that first trailer seems like made it seem like it was like ancient times, but then yeah, like Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage is like it's like his like modern like alley like mansion, so it's like is it is like is it kind of like time traveling to like gather people, or is it is like it's just like a weird like some parts are like. Like it's it's modern day, modern. but some places are like some places are like feudal Japan. Like yeah, some places are still farming their like grains, and then some some parts are just Hollywood. Like I, you know, it, it it doesn't see well. Technically, some places are the outworld, so I don't know. Maybe it's doing multi-dimensional because that's always a hot topic. Enter the combat verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I saw the gameplay. I was like, okay, it's more of the same. I like. It, it looks. I mean, it looks. Yeah, it looks like like what they were like what they've been doing for like the last three games, which was very good. <laughs> so I just didn't know about support characters. Like there are only support characters. But that's it. Like the story still can. I still don't know what's going on. Shang Tsung's showing back up, doing something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, God Raiden. I think he just might be the most overpowerful character. Or you mean God, God Luke Kang? God Luke Kang, yeah. Cool, because Ray, Rain's here, but he's just like a he's just like a normal he's just like a mortal dude now. He's just but he still has electrical powers, I guess. Even though yeah, he's just he's like a mortal like 
Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. I, the only problem is I never get Mortal Kombat the first year just because I always wait There's, for the bundle yeah, patches yeah. and the DLCs. Yeah, everything everything's always bundled in together eventually. Which yeah, speaking uh, of DLC, so yeah, speaking yeah, the other, of DLC, yeah, yeah, yeah the, other, the other game they were fans of is Shredder's Revenge, the, the last year's Ninja Turtles game, which is incredible. Um, and we got word this week that there is going to be a new DLC, uh, Dimension Shell Shock, which is going to add like a new mode. And then, more importantly, it's going to add uh, Usagi Ujimbo as a playable character into the game, which is pretty awesome. Yep. I guess like, they got the license back to use him, because I think, like, the licensing for him always floats around. Well, Stan Sakai doesn't own, just, like, own, like outright own Usagi. He does, but then whenever time they want to use him, like, they have to kind of go through him. I feel is it, I mean... They did they like I feel like like Eastman Laird like did some sort of, like they like basically like like they they had some sort of deal back in the day so and they're like they're like they're like friends so, like or like they gave him like it was like we'll, we'll like we'll give you like a big like chunk of like what if we if we like do a crossover like we'll give you like a huge chunk of like whatever revenue we get or something or like it's they, they had some sort well, of deal back the, in the day yeah I think that's the comic I don't yeah. know if that translate to everything else once because Eastman and Laird. Sold. I think Lair sold his share, so he's just gone from the deal now. Yeah, Eastman. So I think Eastman still like is like a consultant, but it's like I mean Nickelodeon does everything now. So yeah, that's the thing. I think Nickelodeon is just sort of like okay, because I think the last Usagi thing was still the Netflix show, which I think is okay, but it's Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like been more popular than I thought it was. And then also apparently apparently um. Other new other new characters they haven't really said who else might should be showing up. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely Usagi Jimbo. And then like also you can change you can change like the color and like like palette of like the turtles and everyone and like different other, other characters. So you can make them like get them different looks, like change their like the, the way they look. Uh, in this new DLC. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that's that just changes like the bandana. It looked like well, it looked like you could do like um you remember in like was it like Trills in Time or like the arcade game where like they had like different like there's like there were different like like cult, they were like different like shades of green or like or, or like Dattel was like brownish almost like I think you could do that for the, like the new like this new like palette options and stuff. I don't remember. Yeah, one one of the games definitely like made them like they were like very different colors like 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 raf was like like light green like dante was like basically like like brown i'm trying to think like like who else could show up i i i mean they had like the like uh the frog like the frogs were in there like i said you could make you could make like at least like genghis frog or someone like playable or uh you know what's funny i think genghis frog was the only frog toy they had right well there's i mean there's, there was a whole team of them but yeah i think he was the only one and i just remember that i remember just like having his figure in the hawaiian shirt i'm like are yeah. there more and <laughs> just like <laughs> you know it's like okay well this will never be complete i think mondo gecko would be cool probably you could have, mondo gecko, yeah. have, have, have him play like uh bart played in like the like simpson arcade game where he just like hits people with a skateboard <laughs> down for that uh, or like fugitoid maybe or something I'm trying, I'm trying to, he's a scientist. I don't know. Yeah. I I do um 
I do hope that they get Venus de Milo. <laughs> oh my god. The new version is pretty good. Mm. If you've seen the story of how they reintroduced her. Yeah. But they also introduced like a new turtle in the comic. That's a girl. That wasn't Venus. But that, that's hard to explain in that universe. I guess it has to stick with the, Nick, the Nickelodeon verse. Or, or the 80s version. So you can't be like something too modern. Yeah. I don't know. You play as uh, Kino. <laughs> Just throw Kino in there. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> yeah, Danny. Oh, man. Ray Filet, there you go. I'm just looking at, I'm looking at like, uh, <laughs> turtle characters. I can't remember his toy. He was, he was like a manta ray. Manta ray, yeah. Yeah. I think he was in, uh, the fighting game. I think in one of the versions, and then, like, yeah, like, well, the fighting game had all the, like, the weird, like, Archie comics characters, like, 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 Armagon and, like, Wingnut and stuff, like, the, like, Armagon's like that, like, shark. Okay. But yeah, there, there's there's a lot there's a lot of other characters they get they, they throw in there. So definitely excited for like what else uh is gonna show up. I don't know I, I don't think they mentioned is if it's like paid DLC or if it's gonna be free. Um, I think it's paid. You have to pay it, it, to pay like a little bit like a little bit more, but I mean it sucks if if you recently just bought it full price and then they announced this. But, yeah. I mean, I bought mine during Black Friday, so it's like I can at least justify getting the DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I did not know they were going to have more. I thought this was like the complete, it's done, it's balanced. Because uh, Street, um, Streets of Rage did that, where I waited because I was like, I feel like they're going to do a DLC to this. There's no way they're not. And Streets of Rage has like a lot of daily things, like daily challenges and like extreme modes and survival. So I don't think. Uh, Shredder's Revenge has like that, right? Well, I think this uh, this DLC, DLC is going to add it. It's adding like a new mode, but yeah, they they're, yeah. They're, they had it was like well, I think they had like story mode and they had like arcade mode. So yeah, that's it. Like that's all you got. Yeah. So I mean, no offense to the game, I like the game. It was a fun experience, but. Once you beat it once or twice, it, it, unless you have, like, a group of friends that want to play through it again under certain conditions and, like, do the objectives, there wasn't a lot of replay after that. But it's, like, it's a good experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get, like, come revisit again. But, uh, yeah, hopefully we get more in that news on that soon. And then... Uh, we got some news out of HBO. Uh, they have canceled Perry Mason after two seasons. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little disappointed just because like two season two was like what we actually wanted it to be, like where it was like a full season of like you know Perry in court like dealing with like one case, which should that should have been like what they started with from the beginning because yeah. like, like season one was so if, weird. If, yeah. If they were going to start with, like, his rough beginning as an investigator and all that, have it be short. Don't have it be the whole drawn-out yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Cause, and then cause I just have blank spots because my brain refuses to remember cause, cause certain was, parts. Like, was it, wasn't he only, was it, like, the big trial? Like, like only, like, the last two episodes of, like, season one? 
like yeah. for like two, two or three episodes, and then the, yeah, the whole rest of it was just like yeah, like maybe not even the last two, just one maybe because he gets sworn in and then he is uh, rushed into being certified. Like it, I think he passes. I think he was missing something, and then he did his like quick exam, and then he's like, I think they bribed whatever to get him like extremely head of the the certification board. Yeah. And then he did the trial, and then all he was able to do was to get, like, a mistrial. Because I think the public already had an opinion, and you can't, if you even get a mistrial by just saying, like, yeah, it's too biased. Like, mm-hmm. people are always going to think that. Even if you have, like, the truth, like, you're always going to think this. So you, you can't try that right now. And then they never solved it. <laughs> Yeah, season two was like such a huge step up from the first season. Like it was. Like, like, did it finish in a like a, at least it got two seasons? Yeah. Or... Yeah, they. I mean, they wrapped up the case, so I I I think it's still definitely worth checking. Like, even though it's canceled, it's, like, it doesn't end on a cliffhanger or anything. I mean, like it kind of it kind of does a little bit. Like it's like it's like it's it's like you know it's like setting up like possible like things that will be in the third season that'll never happen. But like the actual like main plot line gets resolved, so that's I think I think season two is definitely still worth checking out if because it, it it's still wrapped it wraps up and doesn't leave you like hanging on something that will never get wrapped up. And I think I think it kind of it, it, like thinking about like how it ended like that that could like that kind of work it kind of works as like a now it's like a serious finale like I guess like it's 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 it's, it's like a, it's a decent season serious finale <laughs> since that's the case now. I guess if you want to see more Perry Mason, go watch the original. Yeah, but yes, yeah, I, I guess see, it could tie in. So, I mean, season two was was like more like the the, the shit like the classic show where it's like it was like multiple episodes are like in court for like long stretches and like them like arguing the case and like pulling out like you know like surprise evidence and like 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 you know like ambushing people and like getting them like to like confess on the stand and stuff. So it, it, it's definitely it's definitely more of like what you would want from like a Perry Mason like courtroom show so but i i, I guess the uh the ring like, like season one apparently had like pretty good ratings but then season two kind of like like dropped down ratings wise but then it was like more like critically acclaimed than like the first season so it was like a weird like the ratio was off <laughs> i i get it critically people probably saying yeah it's good but the the reviews were just saying like, "Hey, when's it gonna pick up?" And it never did. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean like you know, like performance-wise and like the look of it. Like, it, it, I mean, it looked incredible. The way that they, they, they like recreated like like you know, 1930s Los Angeles was amazing, and then like everyone on the show was like fantastic. So yeah, so, yeah, a little disappointing, but uh, also like not too surprising, just because like yeah, like. And they also it was also like a, a weird like Monday night HBO show, which is like who's watching HBO on Mondays? Like, oh yeah, I forgot it was a Monday show. Which I, I guess I guess kind of like says what how, the HBO's confidence in it. Like they throw it on the, like they're like prime Sunday night. It was like eh, Monday. <laughs> Watch what was it like, competing against on other HBO shows? I mean, there's nothing there's nothing else on Mondays. It's like they I'm sure it was probably just like some sort of like movie, and it was like a, whatever movie was on HBO before, and then. Perry Mason was on. 
Yeah, but it wasn't competing against anything else, so that's why no. I'm more yeah. confused why they moved it to such a, like, doom slot. I forget what there was. There's there was another show that was like like the, the they kind of like put on Mondays and then it got canceled too. I can't remember what it was though. Raised by wolves, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but HBO is going through a whole bunch of wacky yeah. things. Yeah, so. because because they obviously like if 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 it's like a actual like show they care about, it's on Sundays. Yeah, it's the hype day for HBO. Yeah. But yeah, R.I.P. Perry Mason. Uh, you can watch the original. Sh- you can watch the original show. And I think I think definitely season season two is definitely still worth checking out if you have not seen. It. If you only saw season one, I would say season two worth checking out still, even though it's canceled. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if you could like jump right into season two. I think you probably could. You just. I mean, you might need to like look up just a couple things like what happened in season one. But like, I feel like you could, just, you could like just jump into season two. It would be fine. <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, last news this week is we got some news about a upcoming Apple uh, movie. So they have a new movie called Mayday, which is going to be an action adventure movie starring Ryan Reynolds and Kenneth Branagh. And it's from Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, who like brought us Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves this year. So they are directing this movie. Um, there's no word on the plot, um, but Based on the title, like Mayday, it sounds like maybe like a some sort of like airplane, like maybe like disaster thriller or like something like like because Mayday is like oh we like we need like rescue or something so it's pretty urgent you don't yeah. just throw a Mayday out yeah so but we don't we don't know like they they, they haven't said what the plot is yet um and apparently also the script was written written before the uh, writer strike so they can if they wanted to they could start like you know work like shooting this and going off the script. <laughs> Although I, th- I think Ryan Reynolds is, is shooting Deadpool three now or like soon, so this is probably going to be a little ways off. And it, and it will be a uh, Apple, like it will be an Apple TV Plus. I think also like Skydance is help, helping produce it. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be another big because uh, Ryan Reynolds also already did uh you know Spirited with Apple TV Plus, so. But yeah, very very early. We don't really know, but uh, that's coming up sometime in the uh, near future here. So that's it for news this week. So why don't you jump into show and tell? And uh, Chris, what have you been watching over the last week or so here? So I I treated myself with a rewind series to go back to, uh, and I wanted to finally see the last two Pirates of the Caribbean movies because I just have never seen them. So it's so I saw so, On Stranger Tide and yeah, I'm trying to remember, remember the like On Stranger Tide. I forgot what the title was. I know Dead Men Tell Tales. I remembered, but I didn't remember what the, the title of the other one. Yeah, I still don't know why they call it a On Stranger Tide. I think it's based on a book, like an yeah, under, so a, a totally unrelated. They bought the rights to the book. Unrelated Pirates Caribbean, like thing, yeah, and then they just bought it because I think yep. at the um at the end they show that credit where it's like how um. Like the specialists, yes, is based on a novel, but they only took like one or two things, so they can't credit <laughs> was, it as inspired. That was that was, yeah, that was like 
uh, I can't remember. Was that they talked about how he's made like the credit that like the specialist has like based on yeah. based on concepts or something. But <laughs> like, it's like you can't. It's not if it's le- it's way less than that. So you have to call it something else. Like her, like it's something really weird. And you're like, what? So yeah, this is based on something that isn't Pirates Caribbean related, and then they force it to be Pirates Caribbean related, and you feel it in this movie. Well, it it also that on Stranger Ties the book also inspired Monkey Island. Wow. I think the only thing they had was like it's a Blackbeard story. I think that's all they had. And maybe well, the concept well, was, of like a, a woman tricking Blackbeard, but then actually being like the daughter. Well, it was about it was about the it was, it was about the final youth. So that was also that was the concept they, they took from the book. And yeah, it had it had like Blackbeard and like other real pirates in it. But that, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, the, book. the rest is just yeah. Let's just add Jack Sparrow on here for no reason. Uh, but yeah, the the movie feels okay. It's not the best uh, pirates movie in that like lineup. Uh, it definitely feels like Ian McShane would have been great if we understood his character more. He just sort of shows up and just says things, and he's supposed to be like this supposed to be feared mystical pirate that is somehow worse than uh davy jones but yeah he, he only has magic with a sword in his ship so it's not like he's super invincible he can teleport he's bound by like a sea rule it's just like i don't know like he he's still vulnerable and he can he can like capture he can like capture ships and put them in bottles yeah, they don't even show that. You know, it's like, oh, he does that? Like, how? I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, it's okay. Sea magic? Oh, I guess. Uh, but then, like, in the fourth movie, oh, sorry, the fifth movie, Dead Man's Chest, uh, back to basics. Actually, like, a better movie. Better than I thought. Wait, you mean, you mean Dead Man Tunnel Tales? Dead Man Tunnel Tales, sorry. Yeah. Oh God, so many yeah, that, yeah David Tales Tales is like so much better than Stranger Tides. And it's like I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to set like and I okay, so before I get to that. But in Stranger Tides, I'm like because I watch this back to back, it blends to certain parts. The part that like stood out that I was like, where's this plot going? Is the if you remember it, it it's about like the preacher and the mermaid girlfriend he makes. Yeah, they like they like capture a mermaid and then force like and then force her to like because they need like the tears or something tears. yeah they need a fresh tear because it doesn't last long yeah and then that opens up uh a portal that you need with two goblets that was like the MacGuffin for that was was solved so goddamn quick yeah you know well, I, think, was, well, I think the, the, the main issue like one of the main issues with like entertainment is just like yeah like that that like like missionary guy and the mermaid are just so fucking boring yes yes that's what it, i guess they're trying to do like a kindle romance but he was like i couldn't tell and this is the dark theory that i'm like trying to like like think, I was trying to figure out like he was trying to be religious about this whole thing he's just like hey like i i don't want to betray my beliefs blah 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 i'm a man of god but then like he falls in love with the mermaid and he kind of like gives up his vows, and he's like, I want to be with her. Like, this is what my mission is. Like, be with this mermaid chick. Mm-hmm. 
because mermaids are real now and you know everything i knew about religion is like still it's been shaken but i, I he didn't waver because even at the end where he's dying and he's just like hey like uh i still want to die the way i am like happy with you and then I maybe I'm reading into this too much, but she pulls him into the water, and we never hear of him again. Well, I, th- I mean, th- I mean that was a, like that was like I, re- I remember definitely remember like the one kind of cool scene was like when they first encountered the mermaids, and they're like just like leaping out the like jumping out the water and like killing everybody. Yeah, that part was cool. That part was cool. But then it shows you that like these mermaids aren't just like they're it's an illusion, you know? Like yeah, they look pretty, but when they go mean, like this is what their angry face looks like. And then it's like, whoa, like, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I couldn't figure out this guy's angle where he's the only guy to fall in love with this mermaid to the point where he's willing to just give up everything. I'm pretty sure other people have, right? But he has to recognize that's not a good plan. Uh, so yeah, he just kind of like 180s his character for this mermaid. And then he, just gets dragged to the abyss with her. She, and she takes him someplace, supposedly, but in my head, it just seems like she's kind of killing him or sort of like sending him to the watery afterlife or something. They never explain it. Like, yeah. you know, if I Google, I Googled it a couple times. I try to see someone to justify it and they're just like, that just happened and don't worry about it. They're like, all right, maybe the fifth movie would address it, and it doesn't. So that kind of pissed me off that they introduce this weird concept and weird, uh, like, underwater life thing. Besides, like, Davy Jones, like, mermaids are real now. And then I do like that Johnny Depp's not even, like, shooken about this. Like, Jack Sparrow's just like, all right, that happened. Anyway, on to the next thing. Like, he's very nonchalant about his whole, his journey up until this point. I get like other characters who are new and have never experienced something so fantastical, but this is just like an everyday for him, apparently. Right? Because it doesn't seem like after World's End, anything that isn't uh, kind of in that realm seems a little like a backstep. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Blackbeard, like he's supposed to be feared and all that, but his power is still nowhere near as mystical as uh, Davy Jones is. So I was like, I still don't understand why they drag him along, why he's, like, just being part of this. I, I guess, well, like, giant hitting that, Jack Sparrow wanted to... live forever? But that wasn't his goal. Like, his goal wasn't to live forever if the cost was too great. But I think he realized that. Yeah. But they need to want anyone else to, like, do the cost. I don't know. It, it, it's a very mishmash, mish, uh, like, message. But then, uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales, back to basics, feels just like this is the proper sequel to the trilogy. Like, the stakes are equally high as Davy Jones. You fight against something that is way more, like, myth than man. Yeah, like you yeah. have like a crazy stake that involves like travel and piracy and lying. I mean, there was a little bit of lying in Stranger Tides, but I feel like because it is it was forced to be that way, it feels weird. But in five, it's it makes sense where there is 
like a sort of betrayal, but then sort of not, and everyone's using each other to kind of get to the same goal. Mm-hmm. The only part that comes out of left field is Barbosa's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yes, wham, Barbosa's daughter. Like, huh? What? I guess. Will 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 and Elizabeth's son and Barbosa's daughter. <laughs> yeah. So, but they all seem to be. That means they're all within the same age. Because Will's son and Barbosa's daughter are, are, let's just say, the same age, right? Yeah. So does that mean Barbosa had a younger? Had a, he had to be young to have that kid in order for the kid to be. I don't know, maybe twelve years younger than him. Wasn't he? Wasn't he like a zombie for like dec- like hundreds of years, <laughs> or, many, or like it's been like however many years it's been since he was a zombie? Like yeah, decades. Like, decades. Like, I guess zombies can age. I guess because during the day they're normal humans, but only at night is when they're cursed. Yeah. But then I don't think that means anything about aging because they still can't die during the day. I don't know. Like, I try not to think too much about it. But then it was actually not bad to uh, kind of clear the the mythical things. Is at the end of five, they break all the sea curses. So anything that was bewitched or some weird yeah. myth or something is just gone. And that was and that was a cool like the end of on like Devin Telltale's was pretty cool. Where like they're like on the bottom of the ocean and it's just like that like they like it's like you push like the like it's like that barrier that like keeps like the like so like they're like that like bubble like under the ocean yep i thought that, that was, was that was a cool that was like a cool like finale set piece yep and like i said they this is what four i mean yeah four should have been and it feels like a a very complete story between one two three four Five is just this weird black sheep, I think. I mean, four, four just comes as weird black sheep. Yeah, this, this, weird, this weird side story has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I think it's only worth seeing so you understand where Barbarossa was. You understand some of the crew, because mm-hmm. like like a handful of the, the crew from four show up in five. But I think four had the crazier crew. I think because everyone's betraying each other every half an hour, it's a funnier like setup to understand what their wacky crew is. But by five, you just, you, here's the crew. I hope you pay attention during four. We're not going to explain anyone. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're missing certain key crew members that make it funny. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I feel Jack Sparrow does well with, like, he's the funny man and he, like, a straight man. So that's why I think five is better because the son of Will Turner is the straight man. He's just like, I'm serious. I've got a plan, blah, blah, blah. And Jack Sparrow's just sort of winging it, which again, what worked about the first three movies. And then four just has unhinged Jack Sparrow. Like no one is helping him or giving him straight answers. So he has to talk to himself. Like <laughs> if, if you watch it, it, you it's like what other characters would say to either punch up the joke or even, I don't know, uh, like yell at Jack just doesn't exist until Barbosa, which is like at the near the end of the movie, because that's when Barbosa and Jack team up. But in this movie, they team up, I think, a lot earlier. So then it's like 
it, it, it's sort of now you have the dynamics change and it's it's why it's like he's it's a better like uh i guess like comedy and then story mm-hmm. but i finally saw it and i was like i get it i get why like the series sort of wasn't what it used to be it but it's like close enough and in terms of finishing out the story it was good uh i don't know if they need to make more i know they're trying to they're trying to like do other things but i think at this point like piracy is like just it's like almost over right like it it's sort of like 17 no wait it's like i think uh, it's like it's like 1751 or something is like when it's yeah place so i think piracy ends like 70 80 the age of piracy is not that long People thought yeah. it was, like, this long, long thing, but it's, like, no, the, the ones where, like, Treasure Island, all of that comes from, it comes from, like, just 30 years. I mean, there was earlier piracy than that, but in the, in the terms of the Indian trade and then just um, just sort of, like, settling the Caribbean and then making trade routes, like, not that, it, it, it's a crazy 30 years, but... You know, like, that's, I'm like, how many more before Jack is going to eventually just, like, run out of luck? Mm-hmm. Or is he, or they're going to do something like Dracula Untold, where basically he goes back to the Fountain of Youth, and then he's just a modern-day bootlegger pirate, just downloading movies and drinking rum. Like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be weird if, like, Disney just went, okay, how about this, guys? Get ready. Modern-day Pirates Caribbean. It's, like... The next generation Jack Sparrow. It's like it's like modern day. Yeah. And it's just like Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's just like, okay, but it's like Pirate Bay of the Caribbean. It's just like a torrent site. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's done that. Like no one's done modern day piracy. I mean, like Uncharted is, is kind of <laughs> like like Nathan Drake is kind of a pirate. We're like like a treasure hunter, but like well, yeah, think, hunter, especially but... like like Uncharted Four was definitely like leading like really into like Pirates of the Caribbean pirate stuff because like that whole like, I mean half that game takes place like the, like it's like the the pirate the pirate island or whatever it is like oh yeah when all the pirates teamed up and made that yeah I wouldn't mind if you basically did a ancestor of Jack Sparrow has to then find the lot like the last treasure hunt of Jack Sparrow. Of like OG Jack Sparrow, mm-hmm. I think that'd be funny. In a video game, they would have done that. It would have been an Assassin's Creed type game. Well, I think they isn't isn't that like Margot Robbie one dead or are they still? Yeah, I think they, they, I, that, that, was, that was not happening anymore. I think that went back to the drawing board because Disney just hemorrhaged so much money over the last two years that they just can't afford to risk anything. But I heard the the like Little Mermaid movie's surviving. It's a scrappy movie that's somehow earning a lot of money. Um, but I still think that this. I mean, okay, here, here's here's a here's a a bold statement. I still think On a Stranger Tides is a better Little Mermaid story than the new <laughs> Little Mermaid. Uh huh. We're definitely going to see how uh, the new Haunted Mansion does. Like if that does really well, then I'm like Disney's probably going to be like, all right. Get, we're doing the rides again. <laughs> like we're getting all the I ride movies. I thought they did right. that with uh, Jungle Cruise because that made more money than people thought. 
Uh, I think that did pretty well. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably why that's probably why they made Haunted Mansion. And then are we getting are we getting like Tower of Terror, like Scarlet, like Scarlett Johansson's like starring in like a Tower of Terror movie or something? I always forget that's another one. I always think, I always thought that was like uh, something we joked about. It's either Tower of Terror or like some other like uh, ride. It was like the other it was like Haunted Mansion and then like yeah this other movie. Space Mountain, probably. <laughs> I, I don't know if they were talking about a Space Mountain movie. I mean, I, I'm surprised they haven't. <laughs> well, there was that. I know you didn't see Disney during this time, but do you remember when FedEx sponsored Space Mountain? So Space Mountain became a FedEx thing? <laughs> oh, jeez. Do you remember this? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they did a um, promo. So in Space Mountain, during like 1996, through 2002 or less FedEx sponsored Space Mountain mm-hmm. like both locations and it, it it had like a Mario Lopez like promo inside of the ride queue that was like hey like welcome to Space Mountain we're gonna show you the like the interdimensional travels of like of like carrier service like package carrier service through like Space Mountain using like the FedEx Express like spaceships and shit like that so yeah there was like a sort of a story that you you were like carriers and you you had to travel and so the the plot of space mountain was that you're traveling through like you're doing like a kessel run and it's like oh yeah and you delivered a package and then when you get off the ride it's just like hey like thanks for the delivery so yeah that that was like oh that could be a plot i guess yeah, so it, so it, it is Tower of Terror. Like that's that's gonna be like another. They're they're Scarlett Johansson is gonna start in that. Let's let's never forget the 1997 Steve Gutenberg version. <laughs> yep. Which, if you think about it, since this was based on a Twilight ep- Twilight Zone episode that didn't exist. Yeah. And they didn't make it like a real Twilight Zone episode. They just sort of made its own ghost story. Yeah, they didn't have anything Twilight Zone related. It was just like, yeah, there's ghosts in this weird hotel that Steve Cooper bought, or like, I think he bought it, or he got invited. I don't know. He got invited remember. to like, like he got invited to like, uh, like, was he like a like a TV like was he, was he like a new, like a news per- person or something or like a like some sort of like TV host or something. I didn't get a job. He hires the janitor for the, the, the hotel that doesn't is, is closed. I wonder if someone put that on like uh, on YouTube in full. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that not on Disney Plus? I don't think I don't think it is because that was like a like wonderful world of Disney. There might be like some sort of weird. Even, I mean, even though it was like ABC, like they own ABC, like I don't. There might be some weird like licensing thing where it's just like. <laughs> you have to buy it from Steven Gutenberg. It, it's like the it's like the it's the, the like the TV right you don't have the TV rights to it like it has TV rights not movie rights or something I don't know. You know, an, another studio might have made it, and Disney just could have been the producer, even though it's like in a Disney park. Yeah. Like location wise, it's like filmed at like t- the Tower Tower locations.
But uh, yeah. But I, I, have you seen anything else, Chris? Besides uh, pirates. Uh, I like marathon watched The Good Place. I think I'm on season three. Okay. How many are there? Is it was it four seasons? Four. Yeah. I I, I thought it was longer. I sw- I thought it was way longer than it is, but. Well, they, they, four years. I, I think I think they like explicitly were like, yeah, we're gonna end, we're, we're like picking an end date, we're gonna end it, like. I mean, that's good because I feel like they could do longer and really drag it out, but I think it's better that <clears throat> it is like a complete story. I didn't even said like, hey, like we could have done another season or two, but it wouldn't make sense. The characters had like already are complete. If anything, they could just like do another show that's based in the same concept or the universe, but it doesn't have to be the same cast. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I I don't think they're gonna do that because I think the Good Place was one of those surprise hits the first season, and then like I just understand the hype now, and I'm like, oh man, I really missed the boat on this one, but I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad the internet didn't spoil the shit out of it. Or at least I avoided everything that was trying to, like, explain everything. Yeah. And you watched the whole thing, right? Uh, yeah, I was watching it as it was airing, so... And then, um... Oh, speaking of a show that I missed the boat on, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually better than I thought. Uh, I'm on, I'm on like, the fourth episode of rewatching The Tick. Oh, like the Fox uh, animated show? No, no, no. Oh, the the the, the, the 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 like the uh the new one. Yeah. Like the the like the Peter Serafinowicz one. Yep. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it like when it was coming out. I watched like a little bit, but I'm like rewatching it again. It only lasted like it only lasted the one season, right? I think two. Two. Oh yeah, I did I two episodes. Yeah. There's two seasons. Mm-hmm. So I, I, remember, I didn't. I just remember yeah. it was it was like it was like that weird. They had that weird like um. Don't do any more, but like it, Prime Video used to oh, like, like that, that like like pilot season where it's like, hey, mm-hmm. watch watch all three like watch these new shows and like tell us which one you like best, and then we'll we'll like uh, maybe we'll make whatever one you guys choose, we'll make it or whatever. And they like they think they made all of them. Cause, cause yeah, I think it was, they're like lot, JK. We're making these anyway. Because I think it was the tick and like uh. JCVD, J- J- and then yeah. that other one with the... With Chris, uh, the uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. yeah. I forgot what that plot was. Was I Love Dick? And her husband. Yeah, just her trying to cheat. Um, But yeah, did you watch The Tick? I watched the first episode for that like that, like that pilot season thing they were doing, and I, I didn't oh, like, and, 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 okay, so like... I would say give it a watch now between mm-hmm. the downtime of the boys because take the same concept of the boys but tone down the violence. It's like perfectly like where I could see how they couldn't have this and the boys at the same time. Mm-hmm. Cuz there's like a very like similar tone and aesthetic to it. It's it's in a world where like there are superheroes they're not as frequent anymore because of like this big incident that happened. Uh, 
And so, like, the violence is actually surprising. Like, you don't think it's gonna be as violent, but when it happens, it sort of just, like, explodes, because it's, it's like, oh, like, we're just gonna rough you up, blah, 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 and then just, like, oh, no, like, only the tick is, like, playful, like, like, oh, he doesn't kill, but then you get, like, other characters who have no problem killing, you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So when it happens, it's jarring. I, I said, give it, like, the first two episodes. Actually, no, beyond the pilot, because I think if you've seen the pilot, like, you don't need to see it again. But you know what's funny is I think the first or second ep- the first or second episode after the pilot, they um they play with a concept that the tick might not be real. Like you think it's all, all in his head. It's supposed to be this like, uh oh, like is Arthur crazy? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Tick like his imagination. And then it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, no, he's real. <laughs> it's just like conveniently like all the things that are happening with no witnesses and what's going on and no one can confirm anything. Like, they just, like, this is, like, pause, and then you're, like... And then they play, um... They play, like, Where's My Mind? You know, the Pixie song? Oh, mm-hmm, yep. So it's another, like, oh, no, like, you were the tick all along. Like, they really build up the swell of that. And then it's, like, record scratch, like, the hell are you talking about? He's right there. Like... Eh. Like after that point, the show the show sold me. I was like, I get it. Okay, cool. I'm all for it now. Yeah, I think I think at the time I was like, like, well, I have to watch Jean Claude Johnson. Like, <laughs> no, I get it. But yeah, I said the tick. Now's the good time to watch the tick while we're waiting for the boys to queue up and stuff. But I could see you cannot like have both shows on the same network. They are super similar. They're just like the tick doesn't have like the gratuitous nudity or um sex the violence is far and few but when it, you see it you're just like oh shit like that guy's dead did not expect that uh and there's this like level of of realism that makes sense about like what's going on you know it's not like oh i'm a superhero they're like show me like you just can't wear a costume and call yourself a superhero like what can you do you know it's <laughs> The boy sir does that, where they're superpowered people and all that, but there could just be regular people that have superpowers that just don't talk about it. But in this, it's like, oh, I used to be a superhero, but, like, there's no money in it, so I'm doing this. So, uh, I think, um, again, just to see it, and the performances are pretty good. If you took certain shots from this and just said, is this the boys of the tick? You're like, I don't know. So like, that's, all, that's all, like, decent in the work is. But that's just Amazon secretly putting the money in the right places. Mm-hmm. But it's a shame that it only got one, or, like, two seasons. But I understand, like, not everyone understood the, like, the superhero hype. But I feel like if the tick came out after the boys, like, after the complete story of the boys is over, maybe some time has passed, and they, they did the tick... It, people would understand about anti-superhero stuff, like making fun of superhero-like shows and concepts. I think that's what the tick was. It was like a parody of all these like crazy superhero things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like tongue-in-cheek enough that you could still it could sort of fit into the things. And I think in this version, they play around the concept that the tick is sort of like this ambivalent like. Not a god, but just like he's some sort of force in nature. They don't they didn't explain it yet. 
but in the comic, I think he's just like some mental uh, institute guy who breaks out and then sort of is just like super strong and is super powered, but he's sort of like a crazy person. I mean, he's basically like invincible. Like, it's like nothing. Like, basically, nothing can stop him. <laughs> like, right, right. But he doesn't remember who he was. Like, that's like. Yeah. The, I think the comic he was just like a men, like a mental like patient who escaped and then fell into his persona, and he just believed his persona. So there's no backstory. There's just the tick. But I think in this show, it's even crazier. Like they sort of hint that he might have been a. <laughs> It might have been a like entity that took shape and became the tick. Like it, it, I, I haven't gotten that far yet to understand that, but they sort of play around the concept. And I think it's fine. Like you really don't need to know the tick's background. Just know that he's here. I mean, that's enough for me. That's what I've been watching. What about you, Zach? Uh, so speaking of superhero stuff, uh, I saw Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse along with like you know pretty much everyone because it made a ton of mo- money this past weekend. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Into the Spider-Verse. I mean, one of the best anime movies of all time, like one of the best Spider-Man movies. And somehow, Across the Spider-Verse just like takes everything the first movie did and just like amps it up to even like more like like bigger, better levels. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, and yeah, like, like animation wise, I mean, this this movie is just like, it's like what they do with like, like all different styles. Like it's like, you know, each different scenes have different styles of animation and like, uh, or like, 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 like the different dimensions have different like styles, like, um, it actually starts out in like in like uh like Spider Gwen's world, and it's all like it's all just like you know like watercolors and like these like pastels, and it's like a totally different style than anything you saw in like the, Into the Spider Verse, and then yeah, and then you go back to like uh, Miles Universe, and it's like the Into the Spider Verse style, but then um, but then and then once they get to like you know, once you get into like you know like like all the like you know, the spi- like the like the the, the headquarters like the spider society where everyone is like then it gets like totally insane and crazy where like there's like so many different like animation styles mixed together like like all all the like background easter egg spider-men have like they just they, they retain their like you know whatever style like whatever like if they're from like a cartoon then they have like they're they're, 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 they're they look like they're from like that cartoon or like it's like they're from a game they look like they're from that game so it's like all these crazy like different like dis- disparate styles like mixed together on screen at the same time but it all somehow works together and, it, and it's, it's it's amazing but uh it, it, it basically it's, it's like a year after into, into the spider-verse and then you know miles is like he's kind of settled into like like the typical like spider-man lifestyle where it's like he is kind of like, like his schoolwork is kind of like falling behind he's like he's like kind of like he's like he's like uh, getting a little like distance from his parents because like he has to be like he's being Spider-Man, but but he can't tell them what he's doing. But like he's like you know he's like he's missing classes and like because he has to like go fight supervillains and stuff. So, so he's, he's definitely in like the that like you know the, that typical like Spider-Man, like trying to like figure out if he can balance cool everything. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, he faces then he faces off with the Spot, um, who's voiced by Jason Schwartzman, and um. 
they do they do like a really interesting thing of the spot where like he starts out as like this like um kind of like you know like total like goofball like ridiculous villain character that you like you don't you don't take seriously at all but then like kind of like the as as the movie goes on like he becomes more and more of like an actual threat and then he, and then yeah and then he what he he discovers something that like that like threatens the multiverse so then that's why like the like you know like all the like this other Spider-Man get involved and you have you know like you have like Spider-Man 2099 Miguel O'Hara who's like the the leader of like he like he basically created like this whole like they're they're, they're kind of like the they're kind of like the, like the TVA from Loki where like the, they're like they like because like you find out that like it, it, from into the Spider-Verse even though they stopped like the, the, the like the collider from like going off it still kind of left a hole and like ripped. Like, kind of, there's like a hole ripped open in the multiverse still. So there's been like there's like villains and like other characters, people like go, ending up in the wrong universes. So like Miguel O'Hara has like assembled this like team of like all the Spider-Men to like go and like capture like all these like villains that show up in the wrong place and like and then send them back to like where they came from or like keep keep things that are supposed to happen from and make sure they happen. Because they come, they like introduce that, this idea of like canon events, where there's like certain things that like every Spider-Man has to deal with, and they have to happen, or else like it threatens like that that universe's like stability. So it's like, oh, if it, it, oh, this canon event's happening, we have to like we have to make sure this happens, like, and it's like you know like t- like it's like they have like, to keep killing Uncle Ben over and over. Yeah, yeah, like 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 like, like that's a canon event. So, like every like everyone has to deal with that at one point, or like so you have to deal with like. There's other things that are like canon events that like every Spider-Man has to ha- has to experience them and deal with them at certain, at certain points, or else or else that like totally screws up like the like, like the fate of like that that universe. So it's, so it's it's, a, it's really cool, interesting like like taking like these beats that we know everyone knows from like every Spider-Man story and like making them like into like this like like actual like mythology overarching like idea of like the multiverse, where it's it's it's, a, it's like these like fixed events. But then, but then there's a fixed event that pops up that like, like Miles is like, oh, I can't, I, I have to stop this, and they're like, no, you can't stop it, and then that's what, like, that's kind of like puts him like at odds with like all the like with the Miguel. Yeah, once you kind of reveal the secret behind the curtain, it's hard to go back. But I uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just the like action wise, it's incredible. There's like so much just, like every action scene has has just so much stuff going on in the background, like so much like the attention to detail. And yeah, all all the Easter eggs in the background. They're like this. This is a movie where you're gonna like you're gonna like you need you need to like get it at home and like pause it and just like look in the background to see everyone who's in the background. And there's and there's like so many. There's like the deepest of deep cuts that are like how is this even in here? Like just for example, just one um is like Spider-Man Unlimited is in here, <laughs> like prominently in the background, like. Like no one likes that. Guy. It's like no one cares. Like, like we remember that, but like it's like just like such a weird. Like it was yeah, so short-lived and terrible. Like yeah. Who the hell that is? Yeah. And um. Yeah, and like yeah, all 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 the all the voices is great. Um. Uh, you know, obviously, Shmi Moore is great as Miles again, and then uh, Haley Steinfeld is great as is Gwen. Oscar Isaac is like is like super intense as Miguel. Um. Like just like super serious and like intense. I'm, def- I'm definitely curious to see where they like, take the character in like the next movie because he's he, like he's definitely like an antagonist in this one. Like he's very like intense and like very like fo- like we have like like I don't I, I, my way is the right way and like we have to do this or else we, the multiverse is like will be destroyed. 
Well, I imagine they're sort of setting up like a um, Fast and Furious thing where it's like, we're family now. Yeah, I hope there's a turn where like he kind of like realizes like that maybe this isn't the right, right way to do things. And then like, come, like, like he'll get like a, you know, a true back to like his like you know normal like heroic self or like like kind of like the more heroic Spider-Man twenty nine we know. And then also like 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 uh like Daniel Kaluuya is like awesome as uh Hobie Brown Hobie Brown aka Spider Punk, and the way they like animate him is like just like he looks like a like seventies UK like punk rock poster come to life. Like he's, he's he's all just like 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 newspaper text kind of like black and white like um like it's like things like a like a Sex Pistols like album cover that's how he, that's how he looks um animated animation wise and then um oh there's like there's like there's like a great like um uh like a bet like like Ben Riley Andy Samberg plays Ben Riley. Yeah, I, I did like how, um, <laughs> and, and like he's like he does such a, like he does, he, like he does like such a great like he's just like this like like dim witted brooding just like oh I got I, I got to sit here and pose <laughs> like yeah he's, he's he's definitely like trying to be edgy yes I saw that clip and I was like okay I appreciate that mm-hmm. and then yeah and just ton, like tons of other just like you know like. Like Insomniac Spider Man is in the background, and then like super obscure other like Spider Man who've only been Spider Man like one comic or something, or like Spider Rex the dinosaur was Spider Man, or like, <laughs> and then like there's like live action stuff that shows up, um, like different like either like clips from like other like action stuff or like actual like characters showing up, and. Yeah, I mean, it, it's there's, there's just it's so it's so much there's so much going on <laughs> in, this, in this movie. Uh, probably, we'll talk about it when I try to see it at some point. Yeah, I would say definitely definitely see it as soon as you can because like yeah, it is it is so like yeah, there's so much in there. It's like the animation is so incredible. It's I mean the first the first movie was like a love letter to Spider-Man. This is like even more so. Like like if you're a Spider-Man fan, like there's gonna be just so much to look at and like you know, like just like like try to like see who's like sh- who shows up or like try to remember like remembering the thing that like oh like it's that guy from that comic or like and it's it's like it's so much love for the actual comics too because like it will like do that thing where it just like drops a comic book like it, like when they introduce like miguel they just they literally just drop like the, like the first issue of spider-man 29 like on the screen it's like here this is where it came from like which I have like it's like literally hanging on my wall right now. It's like Spider-Man 29 issue one. And, like that, they just dropped that comic. Like it's like here you go. We're gonna flip through this and, like show you like Miguel's origin or whatever. So it's a little different around, right? Like it's sort of a um... they, they don't don't they don't go full into it. Like I, maybe in the next one they'll, they'll like take it a little bit more. But like they kind of like hint at some of the stuff. Like like he like he injects himself with like which I'm assuming it's like that. Like remember he was like he was like like uh addicted to like that drug like Rapture or whatever that and he had like keep injecting himself with it. So he like he like you, you see him like injecting himself with something in this movie, and then he also has like like he they, he does like a quick flash of like his like vampire fangs, which you like you, then they're like kind of like it goes away, but they don't really like, they don't really like like so I feel like if you're like if you're like a a casual fan, you're just like wait, he's a vampire? Like <laughs> yeah, that's like after the first comic. I feel like he didn't have that problem in the first issue, or did he? 
Well, he, I mean, he was like, his like DNA got like totally like, like, like spliced with like some sort of like, with like spider DNA. And then that like, like he didn't, he didn't get like spider sense or like some of the other like Spider-Man powers, but he got like, yeah, he got like fangs and he got like this, like he got some other, some some other like weird abilities. But yeah, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's got his claws, like he's got, he's got the suit, so. He's he's got like his like like Lila like his like personal assistant like his digital assistant is like constantly like showing up. And then yeah and just like and then like outside of the Spider-Man stuff like just like there's like great stuff with like like Miles's parents like they have some some like really great like scenes like with like him and them and uh I mean just them themselves like talk, talking about Miles and Miles and Gwen have some like great scenes together. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. I, yeah, definitely. If you have not seen it, see it as soon as you can. Hopefully, hopefully we can like dig into it like fully if you see it soon, Chris. Hopefully, that, I didn't yeah. want to see it the first week in my area because it would be sworn with like teens. Yeah. Yeah, if you see see it, then we'll like we'll talk about all all the crazy like background characters show up. But yeah, so I saw that. Um, I also saw, uh, Creed 3, finally. Uh, I got that from Netflix, but I think it's, I think it's, if you're hearing this, it's on Prime Video right now, too, so. Um, but I, I thought it was, it was, I thought it was solid, another solid entry in the Creed franchise. Um, like, all, all three of those movies have been, like, really, like, really good, like, you know, boxing, Rocky <laughs> continuers. And, uh, definitely, I didn't. Definitely, you know, outside uh, alleged crimes aside, like Jonathan Majors is like really uh, fantastic in it. He, 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 they do a really like a really interesting thing where like when he first shows up in the movie, he plays um, Damien Anderson, Dame, who's like he and uh, uh, Adonis like were in like the like a group home together when they were kids, and then he got arrested and like. Was it basically like it's just released from prison at the start of like Creed three, and but he was like a golden he was like a golden gloves champion like he wanted and he, he was the one who wanted to like go pro and become a boxer, and then when he gets out he's like oh hey I, I, you gotta help me like I want you to help me like become like a a pro boxer and I'm out of prison, but he's like old, like Adonis is already retired because he's too old to box. Oh, is he? Damn. And then and then like 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 Damien's older than him so he's like. It's like it's like kind of impossible, but like you can't. You're like too old to be like you can't like you have to like start like work your way up to like be a like a pro boxer. You can't you can't just like st- like get in there <laughs> and just you're like walk right yeah. in and be like time to fight the champ. Yeah, but then kind of like circumstances like like work themselves out that that, 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 that like does happen. They kind of do like a they definitely do like a it's like a like a kind of like a, a twist like the Rocky story where it's like. Like like Damien is like very he's like the underdog like he's like you know I just out of prison like he wants like he is like must like get this dream that he had back and then then he gets a shot at the champion um thanks to like Adonis but then there's like a twist where it's like he like was like kind of like he was like playing him the entire time and like has like he has like nefarious intentions now and like he like kind of like blames Adonis for like 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 you basically stole my life like I should have had life you had so. No, no, no! I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like, <laughs> do your, I'm gonna like take everything you had. Wait, wait. So, but the thing is, like, how 
would Adonis then try to take that? Because unless he, like, discredit him, goes, like, actually, all the fights were CGI. And, like, <laughs> you know, like, it, it's hard to prove that from a guy who just got out of prison with, like, who's got, like, a master evil plan. Yeah. Well, like, so I know, he, I know he probably calls him out to say, hey, like, come fight me. Like, that's the evil boxing thing. Well, we kind of, he only, he, only, he only has, like, one, like, he has, like, one, like, uh, kind of, like, nefarious plan move that, like, gets him into, like, position to, like, fight the champion. Um, but then, but then eventually, obviously, it's, it's like a Creed Rocky movie, so, like, he and Adonis have to fight to, like, settle things once and for all. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, you, you know, wait, you know wait, is, uh... Is he also a son of Apollo Creed too, like a secret brother? No, he he has no ties to any like past uh, past oh, Rocky like, characters. I would have lost a shit if it was like, oh, he's actually the son of um, uh, uh, of, like Mr. T. T. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a fun twist. But yeah, it's I mean it's it's got it's got all the stuff you expect from like you know Rocky slash Creed. Like it's got like a really awesome training montage and the like. I, I like Michael B. Jordan does a really good because he directed it too, so like it, he does a really good job with like with like the, the fights in this movie. He, he adds some, like some like new like flourishes like the fights. Like he does like he does kind of like like Zack Snyder like super slow mo at times where like you like someone gets punched in the face and you just see like their like skin just like ripple and like like you know, like the sweat just like fly off of them. And he, does, and he also does like a, this like really interesting thing like the for like the the final fight where like the ring kind of like turns into like different like it's like it's sort of like it's like sort of like um like playing on like their history together of like so it, it turns into like it, it, turns, it turns like a prison and then like turns into like like the group home they were in and like so it's like the, the, the like the boxing ring kind of transforms around them they're like they're, so it's like they're fighting like that's like get, like pushing the rings the, the ropes but then like the ropes turn into like a like jail cells oh so like so some like so like yes yeah, so, so like interesting visual things you've never seen before in like a a rocky slash creed fight that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I was I say if you've enjoyed like the other Creed movies, I'd say definitely check out Creed three. It's 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 like very solid. Like definitely will have like all the stuff you're looking for in there. Yeah, I'm probably gonna do a rewatch of two and one and two to get to three. I think I mean I think that I think if, so. If you're hearing this Prime Creed Creed three like literally just came, just came out Prime today. If you're hearing this or like this weekend. And then I think Cre- I think one and two are also on Prime Video now because they're like MGM, so like obviously Amazon owns MGM. So, and then uh, the last thing I watched is I finally saw uh, Operation Fortune: Ruse the Gare, the uh, Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham movie that came out earlier this year. To like pretty much no fanfare, <laughs> like it was like in theaters for like a couple like a week or two and then like disappeared. Um, and it's fine. <laughs> um, a little, a little disappointing. Like, I, like, I, I kind of like, was like expecting like this, like, like kind of like man from uncle style, like, you know, like st- super stylish, like kind of spy action movie. Um, it, it definitely does not have the style of like a, uh, of man, a man from uncle. Um, and it's also like, it's definitely, it's trying to be a comedy, but I, I didn't. I found it more like amusing than like laugh out loud funny. Like it was like, like I didn't like really like laugh a lot. It's, it's a lot of jokes. I was just like sort of like, eh, that's that's funny, I guess. <laughs> or like, or like, oh, like a like you know a sensible chuckle. 
at times without like I didn't find anything just like oh man that's hilarious which I think it's <laughs> I think it's I think it's trying to go for that and it so it didn't really work for me on that level but um yeah but, but basically like so Jason Statham is this like super spy that gets hired by the British government um named Orson Fortune and he has and then uh he gets hired by Carrie Elways who's kind of like his like manager or like his like you know like the like handler and then he Carrie Elways kind of gets like Jason Statham like a new team because like his team got like poached by like, this other like mercenary team so then he brings in Aubrey Plaza, who's like the like computer expert, and then uh, Bugsy Malone, who is like basically like it's, it's weird because like he, he basically doesn't do anything. He's just like he's just sort of like a sidekick to Jason Statham and be like, oh man, Jason Statham, you're so, Jason Statham, you're so cool. Like I'm here, I'm just here to support you, man. Like he's like the guy from Beauty and the Beast. He's the like like the Gaston hype man. <laughs> kind of yeah the only, the only thing he really does is like like toward the end like he like reveals that he's like a pretty good sniper but like for the rest of the movie he just doesn't like jay Stadium's just like i hey, just hang out man just do just like just watch do surveillance like I'll, I'll handle most of the stuff and he's just like sure man whatever like so that's kind of weird like it's just like a, such a like you, you could you could like write him out of the movie completely it would have like not affected anything <laughs> and then they're after and then they have to they're after uh, Hugh Grant, who is this like, like billionaire arms dealer who's like, who has this new, he's he's selling this device called the Handle, that they that they kind of do like a Mission Impossible three thing on where they kind of they sort of explain it toward the end, but like for most of the movie they're just like they never explain what it is or like they don't, they don't know what it is. They just know it's like some sort of device that like is worth like like uh like billions and they have to get it back for the British government. So like so. Hugh Grant is like, is like brokering this deal to like sell it to like terrorists or whoever wants to buy this, and they they have to like infiltrate infiltrate and steal the handle back, and then they they kind of they kind of use uh they figure out they can like use uh Josh Hartnett who's like this like uh like Hollywood action star uh Danny Francesco because uh Hugh Grant loves him. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's like his favorite actors, and they like blackmail him, Danny Francesco, like help them on their mission to like, like 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 Ari goes undercover as like like uh like his like Danny Francesco's like girlfriend, and then they like are able to like, get like invited to like Hugh Grant's like Turkish manor and like get more info and like get, try to get the info where everything is. So it's, so it's kind of it's, it's kind of more of like you think it would be like a you know like a, a James Bond or like a Kingsman style movie. It's it's kind of more of like a like uh like Ocean's like con artist movie where they're, they're like really? it's more of like them like you know, like more like undercover stuff and then like every every once in a while like you stay them like like, like 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 punch a guy in the face or, like fight a guy but it's like it's, there's not like it, it, it there's not a lot of action to like the like the end like the end is like where they like kind of save all the action because there's like two big kind of two big action scenes toward the end but like. For like two thirds of the movie, it's sort of like more of this like, yeah, more of like a like a heisty kind of con artisty kind of movie. Yeah, from the trailers, they really didn't show a lot about the plot, and I guess because of this. Yeah, I was I was surprised by like how little I was like, I thought there was gonna be like more action. Like it's like they sprinkle in they sprinkle in like a Jason State to like one on one fight with like a, like random guys like every once in a while for like the first two thirds and then like then they end up like they're like, oh yeah we should probably have like a this was like we, we should it, probably explain we, this. We we did sell we did sell this as like, as like a kind of a big like spy action espionage movie. So we should have like a big like action sequence. 
and then, yeah, then yeah, like like I said, like like the comedy is sort of like a little bit flat for me. I mean, your mileage may vary, but like I was just sort of like this uh, like. And I, 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 some of them are like like Hugh Grant is trying like he's like he's doing his like um like you know, like what he does like recently which is like just be like a like a charming but charming but like kind of like smarmy like eat <laughs> like villain and then uh like Aubrey Plaza is definitely trying to do some stuff at certain points like trying to like inject something into it <laughs> like there's like a like one of the, one of the jokes is like. Um, Jason Statham is like is like breaking into like this like uh like Russian mobster's house, and then like Ari Plaza is, is on like the radio with him like like you know like doing like the like the guy in the chair stuff like telling him where like people are and like like turning off the like surveillance system and stuff. But she's but she's doing it like she's like like making all these like like sexual windows on him of, like you bet oh, like finger that lock and like blow blow that pull that do- like blow that lock open and then reach in and fondle the the bills like. Wow. Uh, that's funny. I didn't guys see the context. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, every once in a while, there's like something that pops. But like, yeah, most for the most part, I was just like, kind of like, <laughs> it, it 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 definitely was not like a you know like it was it wasn't spy or something or like uh even even like Kingsman is like funnier than <laughs> than this. It's a, and it's also like not the best Guy Ritchie movie this year. I think like like The Covenant is a, a better Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> but uh, I mean, if, if 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 this shows up on like you know, I don't I don't think it's streaming anywhere like yet. But if it, if it shows up like a, like on like a like an HBO Max or like Prime Video or something, I would say check it out. But like def- you definitely don't need to seek it out specifically to watch it. But if it, if you like if you're scrolling through like a streaming service and it shows up, I'd say like you, check it out. <laughs> I definitely like. I, I I I'm not sure how it's gonna stack up for the rest of Jason Statham's movie. So we're because we're getting like, uh, I mean, there's, we got two more coming. We have Expendables four and The Meg two. I I have, I have a feeling The Meg two is gonna be the like the like best Statham movie this year possibly, <laughs> depending on how depending on how Expendables four is, which right. we, I mean obviously obviously we talked about earlier, but like that looks like, that trailer was not like uh, was a little bit questionable, but. There's a lot more Megan Fox than I thought there would be. <laughs> and also, like, fa- I don't think Fast X counts anymore for Stacey the movie because he's he's in like one scene, so yeah, it's more of a cameo for Fast X. That, so that, that does not like contribute to like his like you know 2023 filmography. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely a little disappointing. Um, but. Over, like perfectly fine if if you stumble across it on like <laughs> eventually at some point. I I definitely would I I definitely would say like Watchman from Uncle instead of this if you have the if you're, if you're like <laughs> like for like a guy Richie like kind of like spy action, action comedy kind of movie like Man from Uncle is so is like better at pretty much every level. Yeah, I'm just really, I'm like, again, like, Man Up for Uncle, I had low expectations, but I was blown away how, like, great that movie was, and I really do wish they did this follow-up. Yeah. I mean, you obviously have to recast it for one of the, for the roles. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Get, get, you need to get a, like, non-alleged cannibal in there. But... Just get another, gotta get an, an actor who basically has always been, like, a good guy, and just make yes. that a franchise. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been watching this week. So we can wrap things up. Uh, definitely head over to the site. Uh, I have a review or like a written review of Across the Spider Spider Verse. If you want to read that, uh, we we have all the trailers we talked about this week. We've got all of our regular features and news up there. So head over and check a lot of stuff out. And for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.